Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode five of season two of the Profit and Loss podcast. I'm your host, Adam Tidrow, and with me, as always, is my wonderful and talented co-host and executive producer, Jahida Zapata. Jahida, say hi to the people. Hello, people. Thank you so much for joining us again. Um, We're super excited, as always, right? Uh, We're celebrating Women's History Month. Uh, We know that it's Again, with a lot of things that we do, not something that we should only be celebrating once a month. Uh, but nonetheless, here we are. Yeah, this, this month is all about women. And actually, with what we do, a, a large, I, I would say a large majority of those we serve are women uh, and maybe even women of color. Uh, so I get, oh, sure. uh, yeah, I, I have the benefit of being around uh, talented, brilliant women all day. Uh, Aren't you lucky? (laughs) I am. I am. Y'all make me, uh, make me better at my job. So, uh, and and you in particular. So I'm going to take a minute and just praise you. So thank you for it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, what people should probably know about today is that we don't have a guest today. It's just us going back to the old days. Right. Yeah. So we, We'll have a guest next week. Uh, Crystal Rodriguez-Dabney will be here to join us. She's an attorney and mm-hmm. uh, chief of staff and an entrepreneur and uh, an advocate for entrepreneurs. So uh, she'll join us next week. Uh, be sure to check back for that. But this week, uh, I, I thought we could talk about Women's History Month. And you know, beyond that, you know, really the reason why we are celebrating this month and who you know, the women in our lives that inspire us and the women who we look to in the world for, um, you know, as, as role models or leaders or people that we want to emulate. Uh, so uh, actually, we're holding a forum tomorrow, Friday, March 5th at 11 a.m. And we're going to be talking about the same thing. We're going to have three incredible entrepreneurs who are going to talk to us about uh, about their journey as, as women in small business and in the entrepreneurship uh, ecosystem, and they're going to talk to us about the women that inspire them, how they try to inspire others, and uh, all the ups and downs that come with uh, just running a business and running a business as a woman. Because I'm sure uh, I don't have the experience of running a business as a woman, but I'm sure that there are struggles that I'm not going to face as a man running a business. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm willing to bet that there may be some insights that I also won't have as a man that maybe. Uh, women have so look forward to that I will be listening as intently as anybody I think tomorrow but I wanted to uh, kind of this is going to kind of be a dry run for that because Jahida I'm going to ask you the same questions I'm going to ask our panel tomorrow and I'm going to answer them as well today with you but uh, I just thought we could kind of talk about uh, the women who shape us and inspire us yeah, um, I think it's obviously a, a great conversation. Um, and there's so many women to pull from, right? There are like these legendary women in history. There are women that you currently see making history, um, you know, and there are women in your own life as well. So, you know, maybe maybe your inspiration comes from, from your mom, see, you know, I think uh, seeing my mom kind of push through a lot of the things that um, that she had to push through, 
you know, she's an inspiration for me to kind of, um, you know, be all I can be. Um, that sounds, that's the army slogan, but you know what I mean, guys. (laughs) 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 Um, you know, but it, it was just a, it was a great example to see, you know, how, how brilliant, um, she is and, uh, and what that looks like for me. So mom, I love you. (laughs) So that's for her. Um, But yeah, I think right now, kind of in in the current uh, climate that we see ourselves in uh, with government and things like that, one of the people that I kind of look up to uh, would be AOC. Right. So sure. uh, for those that, you know, maybe have uh, been living under the rock a little bit, um, that's uh, Alexandria um, Ocasio-Cortez. And, you know, I just think she's she's kind of like, let me backtrack. So I feel like sometimes when we talk about women, um people, people tend to put them in a box, right? So it's, it's like they say, like, you can't have it all, right? You, you can't be beautiful and smart, or you can't be ambitious and kind, you know, and I, and it's, it's just interesting to hear that. Um, But I feel like she is a, a good representation that yes, you can kind of have it all, you know what I mean? Um, she's ambitious, she's beautiful, um, she's kind, she, she, you know, she thinks about, uh, her constituents, the, the people, like, you know, there's this, this passion that drives her, um, you know, for, for a better tomorrow. Um, so that's why, you know, that's kind of one of the women I look at and I'm like, wow, like, that's how it should be. Right. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of one of the women um, you know, that's, that's removed in the sense that like, I can't call her up, right? Like (laughs) we're not buddies, but you know, you, you can get the sense that, you know, she is that type of woman that you could have a conversation with, um, outside of that, uh, just a lot of the women that I've actually met while working at Pathstone, uh, have been an inspiration to me. And, uh, we're going to have, uh, two of them on the forum tomorrow the third one i haven't met but i've heard great things about uh but two of the women that i have worked with um would be jessica lewis um of lalu pr um and you know she's a public relations specialist and then there's becca delaney johnson and she's the founder of uh the calls collaborative and I think, again, they are just phenomenal women, kind of, you know, I'm terrible at sayings. I literally just said this earlier, but like (laughs) taking the bull by the horns, however that thing goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) uh, You know, they're very like, they're they're, they're these powerhouses kind of within this industry that tends to be male dominated. And so that in itself, and they're also very 
like just very kind women. Um, again, you can kind of have a conversation with them. They're very empathetic. They're very helpful. Um, and I think that's, that's one of those things that I hold um, at like a high standard. Like it's, it's great to be successful, but um, you can't forget the little people that kind of helped you get there, right? Um, so I, I, I'm really all about being humble, you know, like, I think you should, you should be humble, even if you, you get to a very successful, um, stage in life, whether that be personal or, or business, um, and success looks different for everyone. Right. Uh, but again, I, I think you have to have a, a really good hold on humanity. Like, how are you being a good human to another human? I think that's very important. And that is part of what success kind of means to me. So what about you, Adam? Like, who do you look up to as far as uh, women entrepreneurs or just women in general? Well, I, I can't uh, be outdone by you if my mother listens to this <laughs> and she hears you talk about your mom and I don't talk about my mom. Uh, I'll, I'll get in trouble. But um, so I, I will talk about my mom first. Uh, so my, my mom was she got married at 17 to my dad, who was 19, uh, and they, uh, you know, my mom worked while my dad was in the army. My mom worked uh, to put my dad through college, to help my dad get through college. Um, she raised two kids. She was an incredible mother, um, still is, and she, uh, you know, my, my parents are actually in the middle of the right now, and it's, it's very strange. I think sometimes we worry about our parents, um, you know, okay, I've seen them handle other people's big messes. What's, right. what's going to happen if they get, can, can they handle this? And yeah. my mother has never lived on her own. She is something years old and she's, <laughs> she's never lived on her own. And yeah. in the last you know month or two, she has moved out of her home that she had with my dad. She has gotten her own home. She has built it into a home. It's, you know, cozy and it's, it's her home now. And she, she manages everything on her own. And it is so, it's inspiring to see somebody, you know, at, you know, in their fifties start from scratch, you know, and say, mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't make as much money as, you know, she doesn't make as much money as my dad does or anything mm -hmm. like that, but she's still able to turn it around and she's happy and she's, uh, I, I'm not going to say she likes, she prefers it, but you know, mm -hmm. it, I think she's proud of herself. I hope she's proud of herself for what she's been able to do. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a good point. Kind of being able to, to start from scratch. Like my mom is the queen of starting, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, I think that's like one of those things we talk about in business, right. Being resilient. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, our, our partner, Duncan, Duncan Kirkwood, he's like awesome at talking about resiliency, but that's definitely one of those things. Like you have to be able to be flexible and kind of roll with the punches. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, and it's, it's inspiring to watch somebody, you know, regardless of who they are, when you're like, man, they just, they seem to be up against it, but they always get it done. You know, they're always mm -hmm. getting that done. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, outside of my mom, I had, you know, I've, I've been building this list this week of, of women that I look up to. And, and 
admittedly, I do not do a good enough job of looking outside of, you know, men, especially white men for, for role models and for uh, kind of thought leaders and stuff. But I have, I've spent a lot of time this week uh, just reading things that women leaders have written and things about them. And uh, people like Indra Nooyi, who was the CEO of PepsiCo for a long time. And she's the reason why mm-hmm. Frito-Lay and uh, Gatorade and all the, you know, and all your favorite PepsiCo brands, including I think like Campbell's Soup and stuff. It's the reason they're in your mm-hmm. shelves right now. You know, she was able to go in and acquire those brands and, and make sure that they're in everybody's homes. And, um, but uh, so, and she's just a, a great leader and uh, set a great morale at PepsiCo. Uh, and then one person who I really enjoy listening to is Sarah Blakely, who mm-hmm. is the inventor and founder of Spanx. And I, I know a lot of women listening to this are going to know exactly what that is. So um, guys, look it up. Uh, I Look, I'm a guy and I, I'm a bigger dude. I would use Spanx in a heartbeat. <laughs> just to, um, yeah. There may be a market out there. Sarah Blakely may be calling you after this. I know, <laughs> right? Let's partner. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she's an entrepreneur. She uh, she saw a product that didn't exist and made it. And now she's worth, you know, I think Spanx is a, a billion dollar or more uh, into, uh, company. I think it's a billion dollar company. And, mm-hmm. you know, she did that herself. That was her, her idea. And just being able to go from idea to fortune, you know, idea to wealth and, you know, in the middle do the real work, which is, you know, bringing something that people want and people need to, uh, to their homes and saying, Hey, right. if you want to feel more confident, if you want to, if you want to look in the mirror and see, you know, something that, that makes you feel more confident, more strong, more attractive, like, Hey, here, do this. And um, so she's one. And mm-hmm. one you and I have both talked about is Miss Oprah Winfrey. Uh, oh, yes. just, I, I adore her. We love, Oprah. we love Oprah. <laughs> Oprah. If you want to come on the podcast, we'll, we'll try to book you. We'll try right. to pencil you in. <laughs> So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Oprah, uh, I know her story pretty well, you know, grew up, um, you know, born and raised in Mississippi and, you know, in an abusive household. And, you know, then, well, she got her first uh, TV gig in Baltimore back in the late 70s, I think, early 80s, and then went into Chicago and just blew up. And now she is, I mean, she's her own brand, you know. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. I was sitting the other day going, okay, was Oprah on ABC or CBS? Or I was like, it doesn't matter. You just flip until you find Oprah, you know. <laughs> and uh, I actually have the uh, the Oprah app, the o- the Oprah Winfrey Oprah Winfrey Network app on my phone. So ah uh, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, yeah, that's fun. I think she's a good example. Like you know, when I was talking about humanity, right? Sure. Like. Just like she is this just incredible businesswoman um, has obviously, you know, like paved the way. Um, yet she just she just still seems like she she's, you know, very caring, like obviously the philanthropic philanthropic work that she does um how she, you know, even when she had her own show, kind of, 
you know, how she treated her, her, like the audience and, you know, the people came out to the show and things like that. Just a very kind of concerned, um, nurturing kind of point of view, I, I guess I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, and I, I, I really think that that's why people flock to her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think you necessarily feel like you're getting judged if you're if you're talking to Oprah. You kind of just sit in like in awe and you like get as much wisdom as you can get from her. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I would love I, this is going to sound so corny and I think you and I may have talked about this before but there are times and, and especially when I was living totally alone and everything there are times when it's like okay, I'm going through a tough time. Uh I'm I'm not seeing a therapist in the moment let me go sit in my chair and just kind of think through things and kind of talk to myself. And I would always imagine like Oprah sitting across the couch from me saying, tell me about this point in your life. And you just kind of expound on it. You're like, why does Oprah make me feel so calm and like vulnerable? <laughs> like I'm willing to just tell her everything. Um, she's not even really there. Uh, it's not psychosis. Right. I'm fine. There's no mental health issues. But, um, yeah, I was she for you. Was she one of the first women of color that you saw in a, I'll say, a power role, a leadership role? Um, I would say on American TV, I think she was kind of the one that really stood out for me. Um, but we had a very similar, um, kind of woman in the Latin culture, um, which was, uh, she was a talk show host as well. And her name, um, her name is Cristina. Uh, and so, you know, it was kind of a similar, a similar situation, you know, kind of bring multiple people on her show and kind of have these conversations and, and just, you know, really try to get to, to the bottom of things. It, it was less, um, how should I call it? Um, it was more quality TV than like some of the reality shows <laughs> yeah. and such. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the, that's kind of the differentiation I'd like to say when we're like stuff on TV. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was, it was good stuff, which is, which is what you got from Oprah. You know what I mean? And obviously she just, she just went even further with it, which is, again, is, is amazing. Like, I think that's what happens with, with business in general, you kind of start with your, your initial concept of what you want this business to look like. And then you realize that there are other things that can actually, um, be connected to this business you know how are you kind of expanding um yeah it's just again yeah. just like these are women to really sit down and take notes from um because you 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 see like just greatness happening in real time sure so uh, to to add to that what do you remember it, it maybe just never, so when i was growing up um I didn't have to look outside of my household to realize that I could own a business. My dad ran his own business when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember him doing that from the time I was, you know, four or five years old. Was there a time for you when you looked and saw somebody who was a woman or somebody who looked like you, who you said, Oh, wow, I'm allowed to do this too. It's not just for this type of person. Mm -hmm. I can do that. 
funny enough, like I never, I guess I never thought about it until you, you just, um, asked me that question. Um, yeah, I, so my aunt, uh, that lived in the Dominican Republic, she unfortunately, uh, passed away a, a couple years ago. Um, but she was the, the first woman kind of within my circle, um, that I saw running a business, right? So her and her husband, um, they, they had kind of a, an import export business with, um, produce and, you know, and then like, I, I just, I was like, what, what, how does this work? Like, (laughs) so, you know, I kind of saw that happening and then, um, eventually they, they kind of changed, you know, from that to opening up, um, like a really nice restaurant and you know they had that until essentially until she passed away a couple years ago when they decided you know she was the life of the restaurant essentially like people would come because she like she was that person that like she just made everyone feel happy and alive and excited um and so when she passed away uh, you know, people were still coming and then obviously the pandemic, um, happened. So, um, so, you know, they just decided my, my cousins and, and, and their father, my uncle decided, you know, it's just better to sell at this point. You know, obviously my uncle misses her very much, but, um, yeah, it was, it was amazing to see, like, she was just very like, go, go, go. Uh, and I, I, I didn't realize that that was kind of an option until I saw her doing it. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's the first person I saw within my circle that really opened, uh, even, even just thinking about it. Like that's, you know, that was that. I I'm trying to, there was, uh, that's interesting, interesting question that I, I saw and I wanted to ask you and I, then I started thinking about it for myself. Mm-hmm. Like who was the first woman business owner that I saw who made me go, Oh yeah. Like, duh. Why, why don't I see more women doing this? And it was, uh, her name is Susie Dungan and she and her husband, mm-hmm. Ed own a, like an HVAC and plumbing company back in my hometown. Oh. And uh, uh-huh. her husband, Ed was like the commissioner of the little league back in town. And he was, you know, family friend and everything. And, but anytime I needed anything from Susie and Ed, you know, as I grew up and stuff, I would, you know, whether it was, Hey, I'm going to go try to get a, a donation for the United way or for the youth league, or, you know, I'm going to go in and, and, you know, sell, I, I didn't go to Ed, Ed didn't edit. Ed wasn't in charge. You know, it was, it was Susie. I'd go, I'd go in and I'd be like, Ed, I need to talk to Susie. I have a, I, we, we got to talk business. And he's like, all right, talk to her. And yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I remember walking into the shop one day when I was like, I don't know, probably eight or nine years old, nine or 10 probably. And she was standing there like, you know, uh, at the front counter and, you know, doing the books and stuff. And, uh, it was, to me, it was so funny. She was like smoking a cigarette and using a pencil and using a calculator and I was like oh wow okay <laughs> like this is like quintessential small town midwest america you know business owner here and <laughs> I was like oh okay yeah this makes sense to me yeah cool and uh so she's always like the vision in my head of whenever I think of uh 
of of a woman being a business owner or a business owner being a woman, I'm like, oh, that's it's Susie for me, you know. Um, it, yeah. And there are plenty more. I've been I've been working in this space for uh, the better part of a decade, and most of my clients have been women. And that was not mm-hmm. expecting when I started down this path. I thought I was going to be working with like guys who were, you know, uh, again, like plumbers and contractors and and guys who had tech companies and stuff. Mm -hmm. But no, it's like the highest growth businesses I've worked with have been women. The most stable Mm -hmm. businesses I've worked in have Mm -hmm. been women. And I think there's a level of passion in this. uh, I I see a female doctor for one, -hmm. because she's in, she's an incredible physician, but two, because if you look at the studies, Mm -hmm. Women doctors, they they double, triple, and quadruple check more. They uh, they study more. They know what they're doing because mm-hmm. they feel that pressure of I'm a woman. I have to go above and beyond just to be seen as equal. Right. So like that's why I go. I see a woman physician, mm-hmm. and I think that, and I could be wrong. I'm not in the. I haven't done any research on this, but I would think that maybe female entrepreneurs or, or, or entrepreneurs who are women feel that as well that i i have to Mm -hmm. be passionate about my business because nobody's looking out for me nobody's gonna you know uh, they're not part of the old boys club and and you know business isn't just done with a a slap you know back slap and a handshake so is Mm -hmm. am i off base on that what do you think no i i think um i would hope that things are changing. Right. But I'm, I'm sure there's, there's still like remnants of, of things like that happening. You know, there's just, unfortunately, I think, uh, you know, you're not alone in thinking that, like, I think uh, there are a good amount of people that probably think, you know, it's still a man's world and, and men are the ones, um, that are, you know, really owning things and that women are just assisting, (laughs) you know, occasionally. (laughs) Um, But the reality of it is, you know, a lot of times the women are the ones actually making sure that that business is running and up to par. Sometimes the man just happens to be the face, but Mm -hmm. without the woman, you know what I mean? Like it would crumble. Um, you know, and not to be stereotypical, that that's obviously not the case for every single company. Um, but I, I think the conversation is, is kind of happening Mm -hmm. more. I think more women are now kind of speaking up and, um, almost leaving whatever preconceived notions or fear or, you know, things like that behind and saying, well, if I don't do this, who's going to do it for me. Right. So let me just get to it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, again, I'm always hopeful, um, and kind of, you know, actively trying to work towards, uh, that change, but you know, like anything, it's nothing changes overnight. So, uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's something that, that everyone has to work at. Um, as as a society, right? It's it's not just women. It's it's also other people that that maybe have that preconceived notion in their mind. You know, maybe they need to take a second and just think, huh? Maybe maybe I am wrong. You yeah. know, like may, maybe things should should change. Maybe maybe I should hire more women. And here's a thought: actually pay them. <laughs> 
what yeah, they're worth. Exactly. Who knew? Crazy idea, right? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think that's that for sure is is definitely one of those things that people need to be more aware of. You know, unfortunately, women are not getting paid the same amount as men, even though they are doing the same job or more. Um, so yeah, that's it's again one of just one of the many things that we need to work on as a society. I will speak directly from experience. I'll just keep it to, to my Pakistan experience here. I mean, um, just this podcast, even uh, what people need to know, what they may not know, is that uh, when I say Jahid is the executive producer, I mean that. I am just, and, and moving forward, it's gonna it's gonna be even more so that this is, you know, Jahida's, uh brainchild. So I am I my job is to literally come on and talk about what we're talking about and then go. And so as this podcast grows, the bulk of the credit is going to go to, to you. So um and I mean the fact that we started this, you know, it, it was my idea because I wanted to do it, but I never would have done it mm-hmm. had I not had you because it was I was like, I don't want, I, I don't want it to be me and some other dude who's just like me or, you know, it's, I, and I needed somebody who I knew was with complimenting, complimentary skills. So your, your skills and my skills are, are not, in a, are not totally aligned, but they, we need like your ability to focus on details and remember details and then to formulate questions and insights from those details, uh, yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I the details to me. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. You, you'll ask me questions sometimes. I'm like, oh, what? What are you talking about? But I'm like, it is. I thank God she said something because, like, I don't know, man. And uh, so yeah, this we we wouldn't have the podcast without you. So now I'm, uh, yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see where it goes. And speaking of the podcast, uh, we have to take Yay. a break real quick. So we'll be right back. Hey guys, it's Adam with a quick commercial break in a different kind of commercial. We don't want you to buy anything. We're not asking for any money from you. We're just asking for your voice, for your input. We've been doing this podcast now. We're now in season two, and we're already planning for season three. We want to know how we can make season three better than season two. We're almost at the halfway point here, and we want to get ready to make season three the best season yet. So we need you to tell us what you want to hear. Who do you want to hear from? What do you want to talk about? And there's a couple ways you can do this. You can email us at pecky at pathstone.org. That's P-E-C-I at pathstone.org. Or you can actually leave us a voice memo in the link in this podcast description. We're going to have a link in the description of the podcast where all the notes are. Click that. It'll take you through a couple steps. And then you can actually send us a voice memo of what you want to hear. We'll take any listener questions we can. So please... Keep them clean, keep them short, and we'd love to hear from you. Now, back to Jahida. All right, folks, we are back, and we are talking about women, right? Who runs the world? Girls. Queen Bee. uh, (laughs) Adam's favorite song. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, But on a serious note... Uh, yeah, we're celebrating Women's History Month, and uh, you know we're talking about uh, 
the women in our lives, the, you know, whether it's our personal lives or, or work relationships, um, and just women in general. And as past on Enterprise Center, uh, we are actually uh, starting a new cohort, which will be Shemin's business. And so Adam's going to talk a little more to that. Uh, but listen in because ladies, those of you that have either started a business or looking to start your business, this Wonderful. is for you. Yeah. So she means business is coming up. Uh, first class starts March 30th, but before you get there, there's two things we have to get through. Mm -hmm. Uh, the first is for everybody who's registered and we'll have the registration link available, uh, in the text of this, in the show notes for this episode. So check that out. Um, you got to register and you have to get your uh, you have to get your resume in and three letters of reference uh, that just kind of say, you know, hey, this, uh, you know, Jane Doe is uh, she has an entrepreneurial spirit or she is a business owner or she could do this or she is, you know, driven, ambitious and uh, passionate about this. We think that she would benefit greatly from uh, she means business. And uh, once we get that, uh, we'll also ask for a quick survey that you fill out that just kind of it lets us know where you are in your business ownership journey. If you are, if you don't even have an idea yet, that's fine. As long you just gotta, we have to fill that out um, all the way from that stage up to, Hey, I'm getting ready to leave my business. And uh, I, I want to be able to, to teach the person who's taken over for me how to run this thing. So wherever you are in that ownership journey, we want you to fill out that, that survey uh, that's required. And then, uh, that all that is due on March 22nd. Is that right? Jared? March 22nd. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a hard deadline. You got to get that stuff in. Um, because then we have to have, we have to have time to go through everything and get classes prepared for everybody and, and make sure that everybody who's registered is, is getting uh, whoever's getting in is registered. And whoever's, whoever's registered is getting in and you know, all the inner workings of that. And then, uh, on the 18th of March. So two weeks from today, we have uh, our open house. So if you've registered for She Means Business, even if you haven't gotten all your materials in yet, your resume, your references, and your survey, you can still come to this open house. It's going to be an hour long uh, on the uh, 18th, I believe, at 6 p.m. And yeah, so 6 p.m. I can I see my calendar in my head sometimes, but um, 6 p.m. <laughs> and it's going to go for an hour, and we're just going to, we're going to talk about. What you can expect, we're going to have some of the presenters there, some of the uh, the leaders of She Means Business. Yasmin Maddox and Kimberly Mitchell will be there. They are the brains behind this. They will talk to the to the group about what you can expect. And then classes start on the 30th, and that's a Tuesday. So your classes are going to be twice a week for 13 weeks. I know that sounds like a long time, but it's a lot of information. And at the end of it, there's going to be a graduation. Uh, it'll be wonderful. You'll get uh, some certificates and stuff. You get a lot of uh, at our past graduation, we had uh, the mayor of Buffalo, Byron Brown. He was gracious enough to come in and join us for a little bit and speak to everybody and, and all that. So um, I'm not sure exactly who we have lined up for She Means Business graduation, but it is, it's a fun time. You get to be with your classmates and your neighbors, and you get to kind of uh, celebrate together this, these 13 weeks, uh, 26 classes. So you're going to get a ton of information. You're going to uh, be able to formulate your idea fully and then uh, write a business plan, know your pitch. And then on the other half uh, of the classes, you're going to learn how to go to market, make sure that you know who your market is, how to reach them, 
all that. So uh, and, and everything in between, money, marketing, social media, uh, all this. So anything you're going to need to know as a business owner, you're going to be able to get in one of our classes. So register for that. Uh, again, the link will be in the show notes for today's podcast. And then uh, we have a forum tomorrow, the uh, February 5th. A lot of you may be listening to this on Friday, uh, March 5th, <laughs> not February 5th, March 5th. So join us on uh, <laughs> Friday, March 5th at uh, 11 a.m. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck at February. It's, uh, it's a short month. I want to give it its due. Um, but so yes, tomorrow, March 5th, Friday at 11 a.m. We're having a, a forum with three fantastic entrepreneurs, Becca Delaney Johnson from the Cause Collaborative, uh, Jessica Lewis from Lalu Public Relations, and Nashawn Bryant from Salted by MLB. They will all be talking about being entrepreneurs, and we're going to be celebrating Women's History Month with them. And I am excited and blessed to have kicked off Women's History Month with you, Jahida. So thank you for doing this with me. Thanks for kicking this off, and thank you for being a woman who inspires me and who I admire and look up to. Yeah, I will. um, I'll just add a little tidbit to the end of this um, and say, you know, again, like I mentioned in the beginning, uh, we should be celebrating a lot of these things more than just once a month, Uh, you know, but take a second, you know, take take two minutes out of your your day today and think about the women that have come across your path. And, you know, if you have a way to reach out to them, a text, email, anything like that, you know, just, just thank them, you know, because sometimes that's, that's, that's one of the things that we don't always hear. We don't always hear the thank you. We don't always hear the appreciation um, from the people that, you know, we, we work with the most. So make someone feel special today. Thank you. I can't said it any better. All I will add is, uh, Wear your masks, wash your hands, and stay safe out there.